The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and a place for veterans. And every day is a place for veterans on America's Web Radio. And before we get started with a place for veterans, we always like to take a break and have a silent prayer thinking of veterans and also thinking of those that are on active duty as well as our first responders. So we'll stop for a moment and we'll be back in just about a minute. should be Veterans Day, not just one day out of the year, but every day. And we appreciate what you've, when you raised your hand, as Don did, as I did, and Don, by the way, our host, was a medic in Vietnam. When he left Vietnam, came back to the States, became a dentist, and then uh, decided not only did he want to be a dentist, but he also wanted to be a medical doctor. So he went back to medical school. And uh, one of the smartest guys I know, and if you don't believe me, just ask him. No, that's not true. But our host is on the line with us. Don, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing really, really well. And uh, I want to welcome the veterans, and I definitely want to welcome uh, the law enforcement people and the families of veterans absolutely. who are living with veterans and, 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 and some of the things they go through. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, when when a person is deployed, everything, everybody thinks, well, it's just that, that guy or lady going to be deployed. And uh, it's actually... The reality is it's the whole family is deployed, even down to the grandparents, because they worry about their grandson or their granddaughter or whatever. And to celebrate, we're going to be doing something that we've never done before. We'll have all the details on our website very shortly, but we're going to give a veteran a beautiful 
AR-15. And uh, we'll have all the details very shortly on our website, so you'll need to go to our website, fill out a little form, and uh, you will need proof of the fact that you are a veteran. And that can be a DD-214, it can be an honorable discharge, the, your VA card, whatever. But uh, we... Everybody involved is a veteran, almost everybody involved. And um, I think this is a way of saying thank you for your service. And we're going to be doing some other crazy things just for veterans. And um, just to show our appreciation as time goes on, we've got a couple of the greatest shows going, A Place for Veterans with Dr. Don Malore. <laughs> Muller, where did I change your name? Dr. Don Muller. And also we do a, a great show called Remembering Desert Shield and Desert Storm with Lieutenant Colonel Retired Philip Farsberg. And re-entering the scene very shortly is going to be uh, Rick White that most of you know. He is the director of the Georgia Military Museum in downtown Atlanta. And uh, also, we've got a name that I think any football fan is aware of, and he's a veteran, very much a veteran, and a very close friend, and he's the one that's going to call you and tell you if you've won. And that's Rocky Blyer. And anybody that's an NFL fan knows the name Rocky Blyer. And uh, Rocky got injured in Vietnam. They said he'd never run again. Much They didn't think he'd walk again, much less run again. And he came back and won four Super Bowl rings running. And uh, he has some stories with about Terry Bradshaw that would stop a freight. Anyway... We're here to talk about more than that. We're here to talk about the disease of post-traumatic stress syndrome and how we have been lied to by our government. And, Don, I'm going to turn it over to you. And when a question comes up, I'll ask it. Great, Dave. Well, it's sad. We're going to start uh, my uh, little spiel today by uh, kind of upset that four L.A. sheriffs two days ago took their lives. They committed suicide. Two were active and two were retired. Uh, these, you know, we, we talk about having law enforcement and EMTs, fire department, nurses. It, we're all in the same lifeboat. Uh, the amount of stress <clears throat> that these people go through is the same as... Uh, as soldiers and veterans. And so, you know, basically these guys were from the L.A. Sheriff's Department. This is a huge crack in the foundation. When you have four sheriffs, retired sheriffs, within 24 hours take their lives. And, you know, when you say we're being lied to, we certainly are. And this show is going to be uh, uh, an eye-opener because I've got a lot of facts to share with you. And I know, Dave, you... You uh, say, make sure you get a piece of paper and a pencil. Well, <clears throat> we have a lot to say today, 
and it's good news. And there are reasons I'm doing this program uh, the way it is today. We've changed format a little bit. Uh, I'm going to give you 60 seconds on the uh, progress on the VA oral health case. We have to remind our listeners and family members of sheriffs and law enforcement, firemen, you know, they're, they're your support base. Over 2 million veterans. This doesn't even include the police and law enforcement, whatever, have uh, PTSD-associated oral health pain and suffering. Now, I'm not talking about they have fillings and need some cavities filled. We're not talking about that. The VA, I want to make this abundantly clear, refused for four months to define what is dental care and what is oral health care. And I filed a charge, and I'll talk about that in a minute, with the Federal Trade Commission on this. I, I got serious, and I thought, why am I fooling around with these people? They're, it's a game with them, so we'll play the games. And, and uh, the Army has trained us, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and how to play games. So we're going to invite them to play the game with us today. Now, uh, here, here's what happens. When you have a contract with somebody, you have to define the terms in the contract. It's not open-ended. That's why you have law school. Well, I'm going to post on my website within two weeks the actual screenshot from the VA dentistry website that says oral health is part of whole health. Okay. Now, the way the Federal Trade Commission looks at that, that is an enticement to a veteran. I mean, if you're if you're thinking about joining, we'll talk about that in a little bit too. But if you're thinking about joining the military, uh, whatever they say on the VA website actually applies to you. That lets you know how you're going to be treated afterwards. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, the other thing that that's kind of disturbing, and I'm going to post this letter as well on my PTSDSleepGuardian.com website. PTSDSleepGuardian. Uh, Dot com website. I have written and sent the same document that you're going to see on that website, major news networks, Fox News. I'm going to call them faux news because that's what they are. Because uh, actually, uh, go ahead and look at their, go online and look at their digital news. Look at the junk on there. They'll, they'll report some kid uh, running his bicycle in front of a train or whatever. They won't report on the plight of two million veterans. Uh, suffering with oral health problems. I've written Fox News, CBS, ABC, NBC News. I've sent it to 60 Minutes, and I've sent it to major news uh, papers. No response. Complete not interested. Now, that's that's pretty impressive. These emails were delivered. They didn't bounce back. So what you're dealing with, is is a problem of the magnitude uh, that we really don't want to confront. And 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 what set me off this morning was four sheriffs uh, took their own lives, and that made the news. What didn't make the news were the other 22 veterans that took their lives today. And so that makes 26. So maybe the news would be interested. You know, these, in the last couple decades, uh, these have added up to 120,000. Now, how can the news not be interested in that? That's about as gory as you can get, and you'd think they'd jump on it, but they don't. So that's just to let you know uh, what you're up against. 
Now we're going to get down to the meat of the program here. And we also have some things for caregivers and veterans. We're going to finish the program off with how to take care of yourself. And I also want to put a plug in to the free magazine called Combat Stress. Uh, Combat Stress Magazine, Google it. You will see free back issues. Kathy Platoni is an outstanding psychologist. She's a retired Army colonel uh, psychologist who's dedicated her whole life to trying to help vets. And she also works with police departments, too, as their, as their chaplain psychologist. So I'm going to reference the movie uh, A Few Good Men with uh, Jack Nicholson as Colonel Jessup and uh, Lieutenant Chaffee. With uh, who was that guy? Anyway, they talked about a code red, and Colonel Jessup was on the witness stand, and you can see a couple segments with this on YouTube. But Lieutenant Chaffee said to the Colonel, "We're entitled to an answer." At which point, Colonel Jessup exploded and cursed and whatever, and said, "You'll get an answer." Now, here's where I'm going with the Code Red cover-up. Now, I'm going to use some terms. I'm going to make sure that you put down Dr. Mueller's opinion. Okay, that protects the radio station. But I'm also going to form it as a question. Now, the contract with veterans is that oral health is part of whole health. And the contract with the VA from veterans is that you're going to take care of our whole health. Well, it says right on there... Uh, the little screenshot, and a couple other places as well, that oral health care is part of whole health care. Why is it that the VA has refused to answer my congressman, Congressman Ferguson, and define what is the difference between dental care and oral health care? What makes it even more outrageous is Dr. Ferguson, the congressman, is a dentist. Now, what kind of game are they playing if you have a con- contract, and there are terms in a contract like oral health care and dental care, it's on the dental website, and whole health care, the VA has not answered the question that I submitted through a congressman's office to define dental care. This is a game they're playing, and it's not funny. And it's not going to be going on much longer, because, I, uh, Dave, if you can, I want you to label this archive as just call your lawyer. Because I want I want the veterans uh, to have access. First of all, everything I'm saying, I want you to check out. Uh, don't take my word for it. Okay. Now, who has refused to speak with me? The secretary of the VA, Dennis, and I'm going to do something that one of our previous elected officials give him a name, Dennis the Menace, Dennis the Menace Madonna. Okay. Uh, who is secretary of the VA, he won't speak to me. Maybe it's because I finished medical school and he hasn't. Maybe it's because I finished dental school and he hasn't. Maybe it's because I have a degree in research and he hasn't. Maybe it's because I'm a veteran and he isn't. So let's look at the secretary of the VA's qualifications. I want to remind everybody, the previous secretaries of the VA, the majority of them have been physicians. Okay. Now, the VA is the largest health care organization in the world. The guy heading it right now doesn't even have a basic life support CPR card. How do I know that? You have to have a medical license or be a nurse or 
nurses aides to, to be able to, to get the basic life support. Who knows? He's, he's never held any kind of health care license. Number two, he's never published any research papers in clinical medicine or any research papers at all. The VA is the world's largest research organization. It's got the largest budget of any research organization in the world. Number three, the secretary of the VA has had no experience in hospital management. None at all. Amazing. This guy came from President Obama's staff, chief of staff, I believe, to running the VA. Now, well, that, that's outrageous. Don, Why doesn't he be? Yeah. We're going to have to take a break, but uh, I think what you have proven is it's not what you know, it's who you know. We'll be back right. right after this. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on America's Web Radio and a place for veterans and we want to make sure every veteran feels at home when he tunes in, he or she tunes in to America's Web Radio. And we try to make every day a place for veterans. And we're going to be uh, doing something very special for veterans in the very near future. Keep our, keep our website, americaswebradio.com, handy and find out the details about how you may be able to or you should be able to, if you're a veteran, the possibility of winning a very nice surprise. So with that being said, we've got Rocky Blyer that's going to be helping us with this and uh, a number of other folks and uh, some brass, as a matter of fact. But for right now... Let's get back to Don Muller and Dr. Don and uh, A Place for Veterans. Where, where we're going with this is I want you to take these important points and write your congressman, and now we're going to get into the confusing points. Why is it the VA Office of the Inspector General refuses to answer? I've got about 15 questions, and they're legal questions. They refuse to answer them, even when you make a formal complaint. So what did Dr. Moeller do? Well, anytime you have examples of gross negligence, which is what I consider this to be, gross mismanagement, I filed a complaint three weeks ago with the U.S. Department of Justice for failure of the VA Office of the Inspector General to answer my questions. They're not going to dodge the question because I submitted these complaints to the office of um, Dr. McCormick, who is also a physician, and they refuse to answer them. 
they refused to answer the questions that I put out. In fact, they specialize. What the VAOIG will do will change your question and then answer it. That's the kind of games they're playing. Try and do that uh, when you've been arrested in the federal court. Change the question. They're not going to let you do it. Now, the next thing that I'm going to bring to the attention uh, of our veterans is anytime you make an offer for medical care and you make it publicly, as the VA did, online, in a picture, and imply that you're going to get oral health care as part of your whole health care, that's fraud, F-R-A-U-D. And more specifically, that's bait and switch. Now, how did I come to that conclusion? Well, it, I mean, you use the same regulations that the Federal Trade Commission attorneys do. If the implication from a non-educated, medically educated person is to imply they're going to get care, then that's the way the Federal Trade Commission is going to decide it. So, on the VA Dental website, VA Dentistry, right there in the screenshot, it says, proudly giving oral health care as part of your whole health care. Well, what is oral health? They refuse to define it. Now, in a legal sense, that's called refusing to produce documents. They went through official channels. Your VA, Dennis the Menaces Club up there, refuses to speak with me and refuses to answer the question, what is oral health? I want our listeners and the family of the listeners to ask your congressman, what is oral health? What is dental care? What's the difference? Because if dental care is the same thing as oral health care, there's your screenshot that says that's your contract, veterans. They promised you oral health care is part of your whole health care. Now you have to understand, when you have PTSD, and I'm talking about PTSD-associated oral system, don't use the word dental. Use the word oral system. Now, when our veterans have PTSD and police and et cetera, when you have PTSD, it affects your cardiovascular system, your musculoskeletal system, your immune system, your endocrine system, your nervous system, and you get treatment for that. You go in, hey, my blood pressure's up. Oh, look, you have PTSD diagnosis. Well, we're going to treat that hypertension because that's associated with it. Well, I'll tell you what, tell them you have a problem with your oral system. And I did it, folks, and this is what started it. I got my veteran's disability ID card, and when I got it, I walked right up to the VA, and I said, hi, I want oral health care. And they said, our dentist isn't here. I said, I don't want dental care. I want oral health care, just like it says here. And they said, we don't know what you're talking about. And I said, you will. So you need to write your congressman and demand. I mean, maybe oral health care is mailing 2 million veterans a toothbrush. Huh? How about that? You're going to get something from the VA for your oral health care. I would suggest that they make a splint like I make for over 1,000 veterans. And the recipe how to do it's in the Journal of Oral Health in 2020, I believe. So how is this, ask yourself, how is promising somebody oral health and not even giving them a damn toothbrush, how is that 
fulfilling any kind of contractual obligation, the least they're going to do is mail 2 million toothbrushes to the veterans with oral health problems. Now, the next thing topic we're going to talk about is vicarious negligence and contributory negligence. Attorneys make millions of dollars using these two words. Now, if you were really interested in helping veterans with PTSD-associated oral health problems, you would actually do several things. One, you would be doing research in this area. Why is it that the VA has 3,642 researchers and not a single one is a dentist? Ah, there are two, and we'll talk about those special people in a minute. There are no dentists doing research in the VA, period. There have been no job offers for dentists. This has been going on since 1960. I believe that's mm, 62 years with no research in oral health and PTSD, and yet they have their screen uh, shot that says that. Now, how do we know that? Because the director of research refuses to give the number, but I filed a Freedom of Information Act, and this is a fact. Now, who are the two dentists that are in the VA system? One is the chief of research and development, a Harvard-trained individual who has published 100 articles. That's pretty nice. Unfortunately, none of those articles that have been published have anything to do with PTSD and oral health or dentistry. So how has that happened? They have a dentist who's running the research and development, and they don't publish anything that affects 2 million uh, veterans. The next individual is the director of VA Dental Research. Nice title. What do you think that individual does? They don't, that individual does not do research. I talked with that individual. That individual says VA dentistry is operational only, meaning they don't do research. So now, how do you follow the science in an organization that gets $2 billion a year for research when you don't have a single dentist doing research in PTSD and oral health? Not only that, you have a continuum between dental care, which is drill and fill and implants, then it goes to TMJ problems, craniofacial pain. Well, wait a minute. And then it goes to whole health. It seems as though you should have a physician who's also a dentist in that mix to help determine where does dentistry drill and fill and oral health, I mean, drill and fill stop and where does oral health start? And where does oral health end and whole health stop? You would think, no, to avoid being accused of vicarious negligence, you would have at least 10 to 100 researchers researching a problem that affects 2 million veterans. The VA has none. Write that down and write your congressman to know why they refuse. Because a code red has been called. They refuse to do anything that affects your jaws to help veterans. That's a fact. It's up to the VA to account to 2 million veterans. We don't have to pry this out of them. The next thing, look at the VA National Center for PTSD website. It's been wiped clean of any evidence that supports PTSD and oral health. How can they do that? They mention oral health is part of your benefits for whole health. Why don't they have a position paper in the Department 
from the executive director who writes that describing what you're entitled to. Why don't they have any of the 60 published papers that connect PTSD and oral health? Why is that not available on the VA National Center for PTSD website? Well, the next way they call and enforce a code red is they don't have any research mentorship available to do dental research. Now, how does that happen? You've got a director of dental research in the VA who doesn't do research and also refuses to mentor anyone who wants to do research. I know I asked. The answer was no. I also asked the director of research and development, who is a dentist, and I'm a dentist too. How come I can't get in the gravy train and do some research for the veterans? Didn't answer the question. Got the email. I have the response from that individual. Nothing. They got the email. Well, the executive director for the research and development department, I said, who is going to do your research on oral health care and PTSD? The answer was a psychologist. Now, a psychologist is not allowed to do research in oral health. It's against their practice act. It's against the ability of a psychologist to correct a physician and definitely a board-certified oral surgeon but they don't care. So I also think by excluding any papers listed on the VA website that is intentional and contributory negligence. It's how do you think how do you how does that sit with your fellow veterans? What's vicarious negligence? How could you not recognize that 2 million veterans 2 million or more veterans have problems and not do be doing research in that area. Well, Don, the next thing we need to go ahead. On that note, we need to take a break, and uh, we'll be right back after this and let people ponder this. And is there an answer other than getting to your representative and starting to raise hell as a group? We'll be back right after this. Are you a veteran of Desert Shield or Desert Storm? We do a show for you every Monday at 1 p.m on Veteran-Owned, AmericasWebRadio.com. Veteran-Owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And you're listening to America's Web Radio, and 
a place for veterans, and we want every veteran to know that they do have a place here on America's Web Radio. We do shows for you. We identify problems as Don is doing, Dr. Muller is doing right now, and we try to help you get a fix if you need a fix in a problem that you're having. So with that in mind, let's get back to Don and uh, his complaints. Yeah, here's something else that you need to ask your congressman. Why does the VA selectively exclude the oral system from associated PTSD? Okay, again, you have a testosterone deficiency because of PTSD. That's an endocrine system problem. Well, the VA is going to treat it. If you have a musculoskeletal problem the v, as a result of PTSD, the VA is going to treat that. Well, your jaw has muscles, and it's attached to your skeleton like a bony jaw. You say, well, that's bothering me. They're not, they're not going to treat it. And, and something else every veteran needs to know. If you get knocked in the mouth, the chops, okay, on active duty, let's say you get hit with a tank hatch or APC hatch and knock some teeth out, that's service-connected. That's your jaw. Now, let's say you get a 30% VA-connected nexus, service-connected nexus for getting your teeth knocked out on your APC or your tank. All right? Well, that's covered. What if you have 50% coverage for PTSD and you're grinding your teeth to pieces, you have continual pain in your face, your chewing muscles, your jaw joints, your teeth that are throbbing because you've broken them, that's not service-connected, folks, and you're not going to get a nickel for it. Read VA Handbook 1130.01. Read it. Get it online. The latest is 2020. I think they've updated it. It actually says right there, if you've got, it says, I think it's Section G, if you've got PTSD, the VA dentist will be the one to determine if it's service-connected. Well, now that we're on that topic, are they bringing the best in to do exams? I want to congratulate uh, an attorney, uh, Mr. Krause, Benjamin Krause. He's up in Wisconsin. Uh, he was, uh, I believe, an enlisted guy in Air Force Special Ops, got traumatic brain injury. This is on his website, and uh, tried to get uh, a decent exam. Well, uh, Mr. Krause brought us formal uh, complaint against the VA for having, other than appropriately trained individuals, do an exam. He won. He went before the House Committee on Veterans Affairs and demonstrated that family practice doctors, physician assistants, and nurse practitioners, all they are valuable members to the health care team, are not qualified to give those exams. Unless you're a neurosurgeon, neurologist, physical rehab specialist, you are not allowed to perform exams. Who are the best qualified people to perform exams on our veterans who have been injured with PT-associated oral health problems? That would be the American Dental Association board-certified medicine, dental medicine, and board-certified oral facial pain. These are specialties that are recognized by the American Dental Association in the last five years. How much input 
did the VA allow the American Board of Dentist, uh, oral, med- oral Facial Medicine and, and the American Board of Oral Medicine? I think the answer is zero. They excluded these people from participating in establishing eligibility standards to injury to the oral health system. I can guarantee you they didn't have a physician dentist such as myself who's dual trained get within 100 meters of this project because they don't want to know about it. So who's going to be doing your exam when you go through the PTSD disability? I would say consider that they're not qualified and I'm going to do the same thing to the VA that Mr. Krauss did to the VA unless you have a board-certified, trained dentist in the area of oral medicine or oral facial pain that they should not be allowed to do this exam any more than a nurse practitioner or a physician assistant. That's the case, and that's what you need to ask your congressman. Why are we excluded? Why have the 60 Papers, actually, it's probably more that have been published that connect PTSD with oral health, been excluded from criteria in the eligibility examination. Not only that, who gets grants to study oral health? That would be dentists doing research. Well, there are none. There are no mentors. The director of dental uh, uh, research of the VA refuses to mentor someone in research. Why does this person have a job? Why does the director of research and development, who just happens to be a dentist, not want to mentor anyone in dental research? Why? Because it's a code red, folks. They've called a code red on anything that's going to connect your ruined mouth, your painful chewing muscles, your headaches with the fact that you have PTSD. This is the game. It's up to the VA to prove It's up to the VA to prove that they're doing something. They're doing nothing. Let's look at the VA Quality Improvement Scholarship, Scholar Program. That's an existing program. Look it up. Put VA Quality Improvement Fellowship, Scholarship, Scholar Fellowship. You'll see the name dentist in there is invited. They invite pharmacists, physical therapists, doctors. Huh? How about that? MDs? physiatrists, you name it. That program's been around for over a quarter of a century with 300 graduates. I asked them, give me the name of one dentist who's been accepted, refused to answer. You won't do that in a courtroom. So I'm going to make the statement there's never been a dentist in that program because they don't want to know the extent of the problem. In fact, I have an email that said, I want to be in that fellowship. I'd like to show you how many million veterans most likely have problems, PTS-associated oral health problems, hung up on me, refused to admit me. Why? Code red. They also have the ability to send money to private universities with grants to, to research this problem. None have been given to them. There are plenty of universities, the same people that publish the papers, on oral health and PTSD. They don't want to know. Why is that? Why are there no job offers for VA dental dentist researchers? That's See, all this points to a code red. So we're going to call it a few good VA dentists. I think that would be more appropriate. Uh, so here's the problem. 
you have to start writing your congressman, or we are not going to get anything. When they tell a retired lieutenant colonel, and I was a spec five, a retired lieutenant colonel, board certified, oral and maxillofacial surgeon, they slam the door in my face and walk off, they're definitely not going to tell Private or Sergeant Snuffy anything. They're arrogant. Again, Dennis the Menace, Madonna, a guy with no medical training at all, no research. How, how would this guy, the secretary of the VA, know quality research? He hasn't have a clue. He does not have a clue. How, how, come, how can he be the head of the VA? I mean, that's it's outrageous. It, yeah, and, and here's something else. Uh, I want to give you an example. Chiropractors are fine. They have their place. Some guys love them. It doesn't matter. If you go to a chiropractor with a headache, he I guess he's got every right to treat it, and he probably can. But as soon as he takes on a headache patient, you better know the diagnostic criteria for a brain tumor or a brain bleed. Because at that point, he's practicing medicine. And that's the same for anybody else. If you are practicing oral health in the VA, you had better have a boundary when you need to get off that train and get some help. The VA has not defined a boundary for where oral health stops and whole health starts. Well, you know what that does? That causes a huge problem for the VA. And what is this problem? Well, the dentist are on that continuum. They provide dental care and excellent dental care. When you get in to see the VA dentist, you're going to get excellent dental care. Don't confuse this issue. But where does dental care stop and oral health care begin? They don't tell you. They have not even determined that. I call that vicarious negligence. Now, why is it vicarious negligence? Because I've informed of that. I have begged congressmen to get an audience with Dennis the Menace Madonna up there. Won't do it. He's got time to talk about anything that he wants to, but not to another dentist, not to a physician, and definitely not to somebody who's published research. Well, Dave, uh, I want to put this stuff on our archive, and we can uh, make sure that all our veterans have access to this. But I want to – I just and, – and, Dave, now you can join in – I mean, if you're not if you're not going to write your congressman, just keep grinding your teeth. And if they're, they're your family members are going to, they're not going to do a thing for them. There's not going to be a change. Why? Because it's a code red. I've given. You, there's even more evidence than this for a code red. The, the funding that they will find for anything but dental devices to help this problem, uh, it goes on and on. As a matter of fact, I filed my last comment is I filed a formal complaint. Uh, and I ran it through the VA legal office. I said, I want to know who the committee that approves these other non-effective placebos for use on our veterans. And they did a good job. They never went before a committee. Before you implement therapy that's supposed to go before a committee, how, how does this happen? No answer. So these are not trivial charges. These are major charges that I'm making and if the VA doesn't like it, dial uh, dial of America's Web Radio, and, and you can host a couple shows for us. But they're not going to do that. But but Dennis the Menace, I'm 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 giving you an offer to come and debate me on uh, 
America's Web Radio. And, and, and don't hold your breath, but hey, listen, I will buy him an AR-15 rifle if he shows up to debate me on the show for one or two episodes. How about that, Dave? That sounds like a deal to me, and uh, we know where to get him. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to take another break before the end of the show, so we'll take this, and uh, we'll be back in just about a minute. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearm liquidation service at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com, or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on A Place for Veterans on America's Web Radio, which uh, we really tout that, that, that every day, as far as America's Web Radio is concerned, we honor our veterans. And um, I'm a veteran, Don's a veteran, and... Many of our our hosts are veterans. And, you know, Don, I, I think I mentioned to you last night uh, or night before last whenever we talked that, um, you know, your, your business is going to really perk up with some of the stuff that's going on in the Middle East and around the world. And I was just sitting here as I was listening to you thinking about, you know, People don't know, well, how in the world could a first responder have PTSD? Well, I tell you what, if you've ever followed a police officer or stayed with a fireman or stayed with a, uh, ambulance situation, first responder, you know, the ambulance service that I was with, they had a, telephone system if somebody called in it would knock you on the floor it was so loud and and same way you know with the with the police same way with the fire department the fire department has a horrendous sound that is made when a call is coming in and if a particular units being called up from the main station they have a again a, a a sound that's made, and any of the first responders know that sound. And it's and it's sort of like when you were in Nam, Don, and what's going on in the Middle East right now. Incoming, and when somebody yells "incoming," that means a missile is headed your way, and you can't help but every 
bone in your body, every muscle in your body tightens up because you don't know where that sucker's going to hit. Same way with a uh, first responder. When they hear that call coming in, they don't know what it's about until they're dispatched to a address. And even as they're going to that address, they don't know necessarily. Uh, you know, our, our scariest thing was when it was uh, a family issue that we were going to. That, that always scared us. But uh, a wreck, uh, anything else, we didn't know what we're about to get into. And that's, that's the way every emergency call is for police officers. When the dispatch gets on the radio and says, whatever unit you are, uh, we've got a family dispute at so-and-so and that's where you're headed. You don't know what you're going to be facing. And that's where the PTSD comes in because you've got more ups and downs as a first responder than you can imagine. And in my way of thinking, that's part of what PTSD is. You All of a sudden, you're higher than a flying kite, and then all of a sudden, the bottom drops out. And that's the same way with a com combat veteran. And when they hear the incoming, they don't know where that missile's going to hit. They don't know where the firepower is going to hit or what they're going to be faced with. And if you're, if you've never been in that position, never raised your hand, never responded to an accident, and it, and it's it's like an emergency room doctor. I have all the respect in the world for an emergency room doctor in that when he's called into the ER or the emergency room to see a patient that they've just brought in, he or she has no clue what they're about to get into. And, uh, you know, I've been around docs most of my adult life. And uh, you wonder, I, I always, one of my biggest questions was, how do they keep their cool? Well, they got a, a big bag inside them and they stuff all that stuff in that bag and, and explode two years later or something. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's what PTSD is all about is, is, um, gritting your that's teeth. That's right, Dave. You know, you, you, you have to experience it. And, and the problem is, and it's called complex PTSD. It's not one or two times. Okay, yeah, it might be bad. It's every day, and it's every day, day after day. And the same, you know, for our veterans and the EMTs and the police. You're, you know, I had a police officer, nice guy, one of my patients, and uh, we were working on his smoking habit, and we had him down to half a cigarette a day, and uh, and, and then. He came back in two weeks. I said, how you doing? He says, I gave up. I said, what do you mean? He says, I got shot at and I was in pursuit. He said, I let four of them at one time. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, who are we to judge? 
you know, these guys are on the edge. And the same with the EO. You know, and you know too, Dave, the toughest ones are the, the teenagers and the kids and the young, and the young people, uh, that haven't got a chance to live their life yet. And you work extra, extra hard on those. I mean, that's, so here's the problem. You know, the secretary of the VA, he's never had to put a young man in a body bag. And you know, I don't really care where you went to freaking school until you do that. And you know, Dave, it's the same thing. Dead on arrival, a young person that huh. you had to look at that and say, what could we have done to prevent it? And yet I don't think if you haven't done that, if you haven't had a soldier die in your arms, you don't, you don't belong in the VA system as an administrator, especially secretary of the VA. You just don't belong there. And then to add insult to injury, you know, the Biden, I don't know how he got nominated. And how does this guy get in there with no training, no research, no hospital administration? And that's the best that our veterans get? you got to be kidding. I mean, even if the guy had been a medic, that's one thing. I'd still have, I'd take my hat off to him. But I just can't really get behind this guy that won't talk to people that bring his glaring errors. And he, they just refuse. And, you know, this isn't what I'm saying. These documents can be made public. My I, Congressman Ferguson, his assistant and staff, every month I get a thing, nope, still haven't replied. How can you do that? Hmm. How can you ignore two million veterans? You know, Dave, that's we, we have to, you know, you brought it up. We have to answer every call, big or small, when that alarm goes out, when it's medic or whatever. And the VA just decides to take a coffee break and they walk off and ignore you. I mean, that's, they don't belong in the system. They really don't. No, no, not at all. And, you know, it's uh, unfortunately, it's not creeping or crawling. It's running into our whole medical system. You have hospital managers that are making more than doctors that have never, they don't, all they think they know how to do is make money and they don't have a clue what the ER doctor goes through or what any patient or doctor goes through in the hospital. They're just there to make money and make money for themselves more so than for the hospital. And they sure as hell don't care about the patients. They want to get you for every gold coin you're worth. And I have no respect if, uh, you know, it was that hospitals and hospital managers were doctors. But that's been taken over by quote-unquote managers, and they have no... Absolutely no clue, other than let's screw Johnny Jones, you know. And Dave, on that on that note, I want to say the Americans love their veterans; they really do, and they think the veterans are getting their best care because you know the average guy, you know, not average guy, ninety nine percent of the people aren't involved in medical. They don't know. They think their veterans are getting the best care, and they're absolutely not. And when you hire somebody and you put people in there, we call them suits. I've never, you know, and I've been working in hospital. I started as an orderly, as a respiratory therapist, surgical tech, 
I've never seen a suit show up in an emergency to actually start helping with patients. Never. No. And I don't think you ever did either. And they you just won't. a different cut of cloth. And I don't think they belong in the VA and the upper echelons of management. I couldn't agree with you more. And uh, I just want to uh, reemphasize the fact that all of our veterans, whether you're listening right now, listen to this archive, or a friend tells you, start, I mean, immediately, because... What's going to be coming your way? We've got something that I think you're going to love, enjoy, and the potential of winning. And it'll be, we'll be introducing it on our website, americaswebradio.com, very shortly, all the details. And um, I don't know of a veteran that wouldn't love this. And it'll, it'll make a heck of a veteran present. But also, we'll call it a Christmas present and celebration of veterans from America's Web Radio. And uh, Dr. Moeller's involved. Everybody's involved. And uh, I just got the sign that we've got to get out of here, Don. As usual, I've talked myself out of time. But I do want to invite all veterans to come to our website, see what I'm talking about. It'll be up very shortly. And tell your buddies that are veterans, they've got to check this out. It's going to be, it's not one of those things that's too good to be true, because it is true. And I know it's true, and you'll see a picture of it when you come to our website. So keep that in mind. Don, have a great rest of the week. And thank you for another a veteran's place. You're the head of a Thanks, veteran's Dave. place. And we know that you're for real because you are a veteran. And any veteran that has been deployed and into a hot zone knows the value and importance of the medic. And uh, I... I must say I've eaten a lot of words with with uh, how I feel about uh, some of the folks that served as medics that went in as as uh, they didn't believe in wars, they didn't believe in carrying guns, and yet they were turned into medics and they saved hundreds of lives. So we we salute all veterans. And you're at the head of the list, Don. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.